Okay. I'll tell you what, I'll just read it, and if, you, and if it comes up, it does. On the day that the tabernacle was set up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony. And at evening, it was over the tabernacle, like the appearance of fire until morning. So it was always the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. And whenever the cloud lifted from over the tent, after that, the people of Israel set out. And in the place where the, where the cloud settled down, the people of Israel camped. At the command of the Lord, the people of Israel set out. And at the command of the Lord, they camped. As long as the cloud rested over the tabernacle, they remained in camp. Even when the cloud continued over the tabernacle many days, the people of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and did not set out. Sometimes the cloud was a few days over the tabernacle, and according to the command of the Lord, they remained in camp. Then, according to the command of the Lord, they set out. And sometimes the cloud remained from evening until morning, and when the cloud lifted in the morning, they set out. Or if it continued for a day and a night, when the cloud lifted, they set out. Whether it was two days or a month or a longer time that the cloud continued over the tabernacle, abiding there, the people of Israel remained in camp and did not set out. But when it lifted, they set out. At the command of the Lord, they camped, and at the command of the Lord, they set out. They kept the charge of the Lord at the command of the Lord by Moses. This refers to a period of time in the history of Israel, and Israel, of course, were God's people in the Old Testament, when having freed them from slavery in Egypt, God led them through the desert wilderness. And they were led by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And as the reading makes clear, sometimes they just camped overnight and the next morning the cloud moved and they set off on the continuation of their journey. But sometimes they stayed for days, weeks, even months before the pillar of cloud or pillar of fire moved and they broke camp and followed. I wonder, did it feel like they were being led when they were camped, unmoving for months at a time? Did it feel frustrating? You know, we've been on a journey, as, as Ken said, for uh, at Weymouth Family Church for some 16 years now. Uh, some of that time has seen growth and activity, movement. Some of that time has seen, or so it would appear sometimes to us, some of that time has seen decline, and treading water, standing still, not seemingly going anywhere. We've moved from various buildings on the site of Conifer School, the various buildings that we have been you know, taken as our base in Conifer School before it was built, and, and then Conifer's once it was built. Then on to Cineworld. And then one year ago, pretty much 
as I said to the day, to our own building here at Bethany Hall. Today is pretty much our first anniversary of meeting here. And some of the time has seen in that year has seen growth and change as we look around. You know, the hall has been painted. Uh, we're now meeting kind of sideways on rather than in orderly rows facing the front when, when we first got here. You know, there's in, in sort of physical changes like that. But also, um, four new couples have come into membership over the course of this year. Four people, who I think, who, who already had a, a, an understanding of God and, a, and, um, and were coming into a, a, a love of God, but made a much deeper and more conscious commitment to Jesus through the Alpha Course. Two people were baptized here in this baptistry that's creaking beneath me as I move. I wonder how long ago since it was last used before that, but two people were baptized in this baptistry over the course of the last year. You know, and we've continued throughout this year to meet together on Sundays, in midweek connect groups, in friendship weeks, and we've built wider friendship connections across the church. The doors have been opened wide during the summer months. And, and many, even like this morning, many have looked in as they were passing by. Last year, just before moving into here, a party of 13 went to the New Day Youth Camp. This year, 19 went. And on both occasions, one of the youth, you know, one, one, one year, one the next, one of the youth made a first-time commitment to Jesus. Yeah, I'm glad we got a response on that one. Someone, we got, you know, made a first-time commitment to Jesus. We've just got back from our West Point church camp. Last year, 22 went to West Point. This year, it was 30. You know, so there are signs of movement and growth. But some things have not gone to plan, our plan that is. God's plan was okay from the beginning and he's worked out whatever he was doing. But our plan hasn't always gone to plan. You know, the roof, the flat roof out there still leaks. Uh, and the quote that we've received for the replacement is 22,000. So we're looking for another quote. Um, <laughs> um, the kitchen still needs renovating and updating. And there's a whole lot that could be said about our dreams and hopes and ideas for remodeling of this building to give us more space and flexibility. And, and in the meanwhile, while we're waiting on these things, of course, things get held up. We're, we're held up in our desire to see the building used more widely, which can be a bit frustrating. We sadly lost Paula to cancer, despite many prayers. Lost to us, of course, but not lost to God, but with him now in his glorious presence. But that's happened over the last year. A number have battled and continue to battle with serious health conditions. And others have walked through a year of personal difficulties and mental health struggles some of which still haven't been fully resolved. And so they're signs of, if you like, 
if not decline, standing still. Signs of standing still. But Jesus says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He said it to Peter, but he said it. That's what he said. Jesus is building his church. And yeah, he's using people like you and me to do it. Not that he needs us. You know, it's not, oh, um, I need these people to do He doesn't need us, but he wants to include us in the joy and the excitement of seeing the lost saved and the church built. He's quite capable. God's quite capable to do it, but he's using us. He's choosing to use us to give us the joy of being included in on all that he's doing. You know, he didn't say to Peter, and he doesn't say to us, you will build my church. He didn't say that. He didn't say the church will build itself. He didn't say that. He said, I will build my church. And he said, I will build my church. There's no kind of, I might build my church. Oh, I think it would be a good idea to build a church. I will build my church. That's a very definite statement from Jesus. I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, some, some, it's easy to think. You read that and you think the gates of hell means that the gates of hell will come against us but will not overcome us. But I'm told the force of the statement is actually the other way around. It's that the church will come against the gates of hell, and they will not withstand the attack. They will not stand intact against the force of the church coming against them. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. You know, as we stand firm in the power of God, through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, as we pray, as we share our stories of God's goodness and kindness, as we love one another, as we remember the poor, so we push back the powers of darkness. We push back the powers of darkness. And they are powerless to stop us. It says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Jesus is building his church. He's doing it here amongst us. You know, my, my friend, who's not a Christian, some of you, you know him, you've met him, he sent me a text last week, which kind of came out of the blue, um, that, that said this. It said, what does Psalm 127, unless the Lord build the house, they labor in vain who build it, mean? What does that psalm mean? Now, I don't often get asked open door questions like that. Um, 
he, he likes to do some writing and he wanted to include the phrase in a story that he was writing. Having seen a farm out near Abbotsbury called Labour in Vain Farm. And so he wanted to research where that phrase come from and uh, he, he wanted to use it. But, you know, as I say, it's not every day I get an opportunity or a request to explain about the need to live a life that acknowledges God and doesn't place money and possessions at the top of life's existence. People don't often ask me to give them that explanation. It's great when it comes. But how timely a message also, when, as we consider another year in the life of Weymouth Family Church and, and whatever churches you come from that, that, that you're visiting from, that, you know, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. So the year ahead, here in Bethany Hall, another year looking for signs of growth and life and movement. And we remember that God is building his church. And if we try to build it outside of him, then we labor in vain. He will build his church. Now, I cannot promise you that every moment of the coming year will be exciting and dynamic. I cannot promise you that there will always be a well-expressed and clear plan of action, of movement, and of immediate direction. It'd be nice if I could, but I can't. You know, there may be times when it seems like we are standing still and going nowhere fast. That may happen. And I ask again, I wonder, did it feel like the Israelites were being led when they were camped, unmoving for months at a time? Were they being led when the cloud wasn't moving? Or were they simply being obedient? Will the elders, or Steve and I, be leading you if we go through periods of seemingly not much going on? When life seems fairly ordinary and mundane. Yes, we'll meet, maybe at times, we're meeting on a Sunday, we're enjoying God's blessing, enjoying God's presence, we're enjoying God's presence in our connect groups. But maybe for, for a period of time, we may see no great influx of new people being saved and added. Will we be able to remain in camp like the Israelites did during those times? Or will we decide to set out in search of something different or something more active? What I can tell you is that the Lord is committed to Weymouth Family Church. What I can tell you is he loves Weymouth Family Church and he will build Weymouth Family Church. 
together, of course, with all the other churches in Weymouth and Portland, uh, Weymouth and Portland that love and long for his appearing. I'm not preaching exclusivity here. You know, God's going to build his church, but he will build us as well. He will build Weymouth Family Church. And I am convinced that the need of the hour is to wait, watch, and pray. I am convinced that the need of the hour is to wait, watch, and pray. I am convinced that it will not be our clever plans or evangelistic projects that will bring growth and salvation, but simple, prayerful reliance upon Jesus to do what he said he would do. He said, I will build my church. Growth will come. Salvations, baptisms, and additions will come. They will come. They will come. We may not see them straight away. There may be times when it seems like nothing much is happening, just like when you plant a seed in the ground and nothing much happens. And then suddenly you begin to see something appearing up out of the ground. Growth will come. So I make no apologies for sounding a bit like a crack record as I bring the next bit, because these are some reminders of prophetic words that we were given. And I, I brought these reminders firstly in January 2017, and I'm bringing them again now. Because I believe we've had a series of prophetic words. The first one said, befriend, well, we've had lots of prophetic words going right back 16 years. I could spend a whole morning going through the prophetic words that we've received. Um, but in more recent times, we were told to bef befriend faithfulness. Carry on. Keep on. Just keep on doing everything that we're doing. Just keep on doing it. Even if it seems a struggle, carry on. Befriend faithfulness. Be faithful to the things that God is giving you to do. And then we were told that God will add line by line, precept by precept, here a little, there a little. The initial growth will be by ones and twos. That was the prophetic word that came to us. And then, though, we were told, at the appointed time, I will hasten the growth. A time will come suddenly when we grow more rapidly. That's what we've had prophesied to us. There'll be a time where we will say, and the, a lot of these uh, scriptures are taken from Isaiah, um, where have all these come from? Who bore me these? When we look around and suddenly see, hey, hang on, there's all sorts of people here that never used to be. What's going on? Suddenly we'll look around and see what God has been doing all along. And the scripture, more are the children of she who is barren than she who has a husband. That, you know, we, we can identify with that. We've not seen many 
new births. We've seen a few, but can, you know, we, we, can, we could think of ourselves as being like a bit barren of new birth. But God says, more are the children of she who is barren than she who has a husband. We're going to see new birth. We're going to see new life. It's going to happen. And then, of course, we had the word 200 by the end of 2020. Since then, since that January 2017, when I brought those words, we've had some further prophetic words at Commission Prayer this year. A prophetic, a prophetic word was, was spoken over publicly over Weymouth Family Church at Commission Prayer. And it was about discarded pieces of quality leather. There were pieces of discarded but quality leather that were being patched in. They'd been cut off from other garments, but they were quality pieces of leather and they were being patched in. And, and that we were gathering together untogether people. Can I say that again? We were gathering together untogether people. Who identifies with that? Who, I'm, an un, I'm, I'm, I'm an untogether person. Okay, but God is gathering us together, gathering together untogether people. And then there was, there was a, a picture of the bridge opening, if you like, an allegorical, allegorical reference, get that, allegorical reference to the town bridge opening, where previously it said it had been closed and boats had been unable to go anywhere. Boats were kind of stuck there, waiting around, not able to get out. But suddenly the bridge opened and the boats were able to get out. And it said that the bridge was not going to close again, that we would have free access to get out and get in and go wherever we wanted. And again, here in the regional gathering of commissioned churches, met here in this building in May, and a time was of prayer for, for Weymouth Family Church. And we were told to be expectant for miracles. We were told to exploit our visibility here on this busy corner. Um, and that let worship be heard, which is great while we open the doors. It said, let worship be heard and the church be seen as people hear us. Let worship be heard and the church be seen as people hear us, which is what we've been doing over the summer. We were told that this church is a planting of the Lord. You know, Jeff Moss may think that he planted the church. Gary Fry may think that he planted the church. But the church actually is ultimately a planting of the Lord. And that the building, we were told, is a growth engine. This building is a growth engine of what God wants to do amongst us. And that this building will be full. That was prophesied. This building will be filled and be prepared and be ready. Be prepared and be ready. Now, all of these things seem some way away from our current grasp. We're not there yet. Our job is to believe them by faith because faith pleases God. Believe them by faith. And pray into them constantly. Engage with that prophetic word. Engage with it in prayer. Keep on. Ask and keep on asking. Knock and keep on knocking. Seek and keep on seeking. 
You know, there may be times when it seems like the trail has gone cold. You know, we were were following the Lord. We were following the Lord. And suddenly we come to a dead stop with nowhere to go. It might seem like that at times. It did for the Israelites. Remember that pillar of cloud and fire that sometimes stop for days, weeks, or even months. Who can say what God will do? But we continue to be faithful. We continue to meet together on a Sunday and in connect groups. In terms of being prepared, as I've already mentioned, do come along to the training on Friday and Saturday. Get more prepared to share your story with people. That will help you. But ultimately, it's God who's going to cause us to grow. Make prayer times a priority. The main church prayer time on the first Wednesday of the month, or if you can't make that, join with Andrew and Rachel. Andrew, when have you got a, a date for this month or not? You had it. It's the first Saturday of the month, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I've actually got in my notes on the first Saturday morning of the month, but I wasn't sure. Um, So, or both, of course, if you can't make the the Wednesday night and make the Saturday morning. Okay, make times of prayer a priority. Pray and spend time with the Lord on your own. Pray for all of these words that have been given to us as a church to be fulfilled. Pray for Jesus to build his church church. Let's pray that we will be amazed and blessed by the size of the gathering that meets here in one year's time on the first Sunday in September 2019. Let's believe that even over the course of this coming year, as I said, let's, 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 even, let's pray for a doubling of what God is doing. If, if things doubled every year, boy, we'd be a big church in about six years' time. In fact, we wouldn't fit this place if things doubled every year. If, but even if you think four couples came into membership, well, if eight couples came into membership in the coming year, that would be good. Four people went on the Alpha course. If eight people went on the Alpha course, that would be good. Two people got baptized. If four people got baptized, that would be good. Even just a doubling of what we've seen this year, if we see it in the coming year, and that's not huge, is it? That's not, I'm, not, I'm not saying, you know, oh, thousands coming in through the door because I don't know that we've got the faith level for that. Maybe you have. If you have, pray for me. I'd like it. But, but I, you know, I can believe that God will double things. I can believe that God will do that. And we've had words to that effect. We've had words that growth will start small, but suddenly will get bigger. Okay? So the words we've received, let's believe them. Let's pray into them. There may seem times, I tell you now, where it doesn't seem like we're going anywhere fast for a few months. Who knows? But we wait for the pillar of cloud to move on. We wait for God to lead us into the next thing. Whatever it is he's doing, It's God's work. Jesus said, I will build my church. He'll build your churches as well. Visitors, he's going to build your churches as well. Jesus will build the church. And we can rest secure in that and have faith in what he's doing. Amen?
Amen. Let's just stand together. Hannah, do you want to? <clears throat> thank you Lord we already said it at the beginning we say it again thank you for your faithfulness thank you for your faithfulness in this building over the last 12 months and we pray for yet greater things for you to do in our midst we pray Lord for greater works than what we've already seen Lord we're believing for miracles, we're believing for healings, we're believing for grace, we're believing that you're going to gather together a people that may on the surface seem untogether, but you're going to knit us and join us and do a work that is marvelous in your sight so that you alone may be glorified because that's what we want. And we agree together and say,